And welcome back to another episode of Kids Experience. It's me, your boy Eli. It's me, Joe. Yeah, if you notice, we, you know, I'm kind of redecorating the room a bit, so it's going to be head like that. Uh, but yeah, yeah we're, we're watching the video version of this. Uh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's no posters a, behind me. There's, no, there's a white background behind us, but uh, not a problem if you're uh, just listening to the audio version. Which mostly you probably are. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've seen the numbers. Uh, but yeah... Uh, uh, but yeah, we're uh, back to talk about some Marvel stuff. We're talking about Werewolf by Night and the last episode of She-Hulk. We'll be coming back with Andor and then we'll be mixing up stuff, stuff for the the Halloween season. So that's something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, we're going to start off with Werewolf by Night. Um, by the time of this recording, it's been long enough for us to really go into spoilers. So yeah, um, this is like a Marvel special presentation, which in other words, it's like it's a Halloween special. Yeah, it's it's a it's a, I think it's in somewhat of the veins of like the one shots that they used to do for like the Blu-rays, mm-hmm. you know, uh, in a similar vein of that, just like a little small vignette, vignette of like some somewhere in the in the Marvel universe about just certain topics. Well, before uh, I think those one shots were more like uh, just random stuff that was happening, like I think on the way to Thor's hammer, or mm-hmm. uh, uh, I think there was one where like there was a couple that found an old Chitauri gun, and they just started robbing banks with it, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this is more in line of a... It's sort of... The backdrop is like, hey, uh, there's some supernatural stuff that's sort of around in the Marvel Universe, mm-hmm. and there's this these groups of hunters, mm-hmm. and like the, the main guy is a dude named Bloodstone, because he has a, a mystical artifact called the Bloodstone that mm-hmm. lets him, you know... Hunt and kill monsters and all that stuff, and uh, you know, uh, you know, the patriarch of that family is dead, and now the relic is up for grabs. You know, it's sort of a, uh, and you know, all these hunters from around mm. the world, including uh, their daughter Elsa or his daughter Elsa, who's a bit estranged. It mm. seems like she wasn't like that into it, but she's still like, hey, listen, it's technically mine, so I mean, I'm here for it. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's so, it's, I would compare it to, um, which by the way, this is a very short special. This is like under an hour. Like, we're barely even hitting an hour, really. So, but like, you know, it, the, the way I compare it to, especially the way it's shot, it's a lot of that old school, like, Halloween, like, movie, uh, not Halloween, um, think of Bela Lugosi's Dracula... Like old school horror, kind old of school thing. universal horror, of uh, the Wolfman, uh, Frankenstein, Bride of Frankenstein, all all those, but also a bit of like um, the what was the name of that movie? It's a very like old school movie, black and white. Um, it 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 was like kind of like a similar vein, but not really to the to the theme of like a sort of a hunt, rules of the game or something like that. Um, I think I know what you're talking about. It's on the tip of your tongue. Yeah, but in terms of that, it was, I think, I think what you're thinking about is sort of a, uh, was more of like just a group of people just coming to just, you know, mm-hmm. hang out at like a lodge while they go on a hunting party mm-hmm. kind of thing. Not really much happens. Here, in this case, it's more of like, uh, whoever kills this monster gets the bloodstone. Yeah, you all can go out and hunt it. Yeah, and like, there's not much to go into because there's not really much to talk about. It's very like down. I wouldn't say down to earth. Like, a, it's a very simple plot. A very simple plot of two monsters around, and 
I think they. I think if it wasn't a. If you didn't know from the trailers, I think you would be in a better spot than most. Because they do introduce uh, essentially two myth, you know, two like mystical characters. One obviously being Werewolf by Night, and the other being Man Thing. <laughs> I was gonna say, was that you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, no, that, that's Man Thing. All right, it's it's good old Man Thing. It's just like if you no one knows who that is, it's sort of Marvel's. And this is one of those things where, like, Marvel and DC tend to copy of each other. And from what I recall, the creators of these two characters actually were roommates at one point. Um, the It's Marvel's Swamp Thing. So this mystical, like, nature monster, quote-unquote. And how and it's, like, directly tied to the, the universe kind of stuff. Because, mm-hmm. like, the Swamp Thing is connected to the green, and it's sort of, like this mystical sort of otherworldly thing going on it's really like like psychedelic as hell man and that's kind of like man things thing so that's that's a character like one they don't go that into it but they just keep it simple as it's a monster yeah and it's like okay got it monster don't need to go any more crazier deep in depth of like man thing yeah, listen. If you want uh, more information on Man Thing, check on the you know the upcoming Man Thing show. No, I'm just kidding. No, or read a goddamn <laughs> comic, nerds. Uh, but yeah, no, that's that is, that is interesting. And I think I remember saying to you after I was finished watching it, like it feel, this feels like a primer, like mm-hmm. an appetizer to uh, what I assume Marvel wants to do in like uh, introducing. Uh, the supernatural elements of the Marvel comics into the MCU, you know, because I mean, we we are getting Blade, mm-hmm. you know, because he's a vampire, he hunts vampires and stuff. So that's gonna be just once, you know, we're we're introducing a brand new side of the Marvel universe yeah. anyway. So uh, this is a nice little appetizer to all that stuff. Yeah, and obviously, um, with the supernatural comes the horror. Well, not saying like all supernatural horror, but like. These were like Marvel's like supernatural slash light or like, you know, horror takes. And they do a good job of it. Honestly, it's like, I would, I would create it more to like a PG-13 horror. Yeah, I mean, you know, they, they do what they can with the, uh, you know. But like, uh, they're, they're important. it's not gory or like ultra-violent, but the kills are like, whoa, that's... I think half the reason why it seems like they're able to get away with some of it is that, uh, for the most for for the most part, the the short is shot in all black and white to give it that old school vibe, you know, mm-hmm. that old school horror vibe. So it's super cheesy, like those movies too. Yeah, the, uh, you know, it, it really harkens back to those era of films, and I think it does a great job at um, putting homage to all that stuff. Yeah, and like to know um, the director for for the short for uh, do I want to call it a short? I'm call it short. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it really is what I mean. That probably is probably the best way to describe it. It is just a short film, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, he's actually mostly known for his composer. He's actually he's you know he composes music for movies, and this is his directorial like debut. Mm-hmm. And god dang, he knocked it out of the park. That's neat. That's interesting. Isn't yeah. It? Um, but yeah, like I said, there's really the only characters you should really pay attention to is Elsa Bloodstone, who is a character. Um, rich within the supernatural lore of Marvel, 
as well as Werewolf by Night, who like often has many different uh, iterations. Different people have taken up that moniker because the idea is basically you're a werewolf. <laughs> yeah, that, that seems accurate. Yeah, uh, this one's Jack. I forget the last name. And of course, you got Man Thing. Those are really the three characters you should really pay attention to. Um, but yeah, no, the what they do all three together is great. They they have great chemistry. The going back to the kills when when Werewolf by Night shows up, whoa! Do they they take full advantage of like that the 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 horror aspect like yeah you know you get you get you know you get a werewolf um you do he's gonna do werewolf stuff. stuff yeah and i think it being in black and white sort of adds to the visual style of it because there's a moment where like the you know werewolf by night which we're gonna call him for now is like hiding and all you see is like the what do you call it? The, the, the reflective eye, uh, you know, when, when you... Like the eye shine. I the think. eye shine, yeah, like that you tend to have with, with, with animals whenever you, sh- like, shine light on them. Mm-hmm. There's the moments of, like, that where you see him, like, in the background and all you see is those eyes and it's like, oh, that's clever. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And, you know, he, the, the, the design of World by Night has, I... It depends on what your take on how a world should look. It's very more human than, um... I, I would say it definitely leans again back to the old like uh, mm. Universal Monsters take of the werewolf, uh, you know, of the Wolfman. Uh, that, that, for me, that's where I thought it mm-hmm. felt very similar to. Um, now, granted, part of that could just be because of budgetary reasons. Yeah, but but you know what? It, it, it's good. I like it. Yeah, I think it works for what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I Obviously, yeah, there are people who have like you know, very varying takes of what they feel like a werewolf should look like. But this is a good one. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a pretty solid way of making that look, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You know? Like I've always been more prepared to the more wolf looking than the man looking part of a werewolf. Mm-hmm. And if you guys don't know, I'm like a, I'm a, I like werewolves. Werewolves are my favorite, like uh, monster creatures. Uh, just I've always liked that. So I was already gonna enjoy the the fact that we're making a werewolf by night. Uh, and I knew they were gonna go more of that um human look for werewolf by night. Because that's kind of like the point. <laughs> yeah. Because like they, like we Marvel has like Dracula, wolf, uh, werewolf, and yeah, I guess you can say Man Thing is their Frankenstein, but it's not really. But uh, but like you know they they like to use up some of those Universal monster creatures, and yeah, no, they're clearly either based off the those Universal monsters or kind of a mix of whatever kind of thing you're pop cultures things to think of um, Dracula and or vampires and or werewolves because mm-hmm. yeah, I remember in one of the more recent um, Avengers runs they're like oh yes here's Dracula and his uh, land of vampires and like it's very much like a interview with a vampire kind of thing it's like oh yeah no, a lot of sex and debauchery going on mm-hmm. <laughs> a lot of it or well, a lot of implied I don't, they, don't, they don't go full into it but it's like a lot of implications are going on right but, uh, no, yeah, I, th- I don't know what else I can say about it, but, like, it's, it's really good. I can't, I think the only negative is that it's short. Yeah, I mean, I guess that you'd be, um, uh, uh, negative for, for being Because like, I want more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I think, uh, all intents and purposes, I think it's pretty solid all, all around, mm-hmm. um, 
uh, yeah, I don't really see any major faults with, you know, Werewolf by Night. I think it does what it's supposed to do. It's, you know, again, I think setting up like a little bit of an appetizer of the supernatural in the Marvel Universe, but also at the same time, mm. it's its own like self-contained little story that like works really well. And it's part of the universe, right? They, 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 at the beginning of the movie, they, they like harkened like to all oh, yes, heroes, but there's also monster hunters and stuff like that. Which kind of one of the reasons why I've like I've been liking She Hulk is that it kind of like expands the universe from like a very small scale. You know, it's it's not anything big and grandiose. It's just like, no, this is just life. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Mister Immortal who's like, what are you, what are you doing here? We're not explaining you. We're just saying you have this kind of power. All right, let's go. That's I'm I'm, I'm all for it. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It's fun, and yeah, though that's. For me, one of the best parts of it. And, of course, um, the guys who are playing it, the, the, these characters are, are doing a great job. Um, but, yeah, no, I think that's about it for me. Because I, I would love to see more Werewolf by Night. <laughs> like, like he's in it for a few minutes as, you know, Werewolf by Werewolf. As a werewolf. Bit. Like, um, man, what I would I would love to see, like, a longer take. More in the style that they did this one, right? Mm-hmm. Because I don't, I don't, I don't, Werewolf by Night never really, really dealt with, like, the superheroes. I mean, he, he fought against, like, Moon Knight. But, like, my point to that being, it's like, I don't want to see Jack going up, like, tagging along with, say, Captain America. Unless they make Captain America a werewolf. Uh, that's definitely a bizarre, uh... Did happen in the comics. Yep, that's, that, that's a thing. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a... I, I definitely get what, you, what you're saying. Like, mm. it, there are some moments where it's like, yeah, it's just gonna be kind of weird for that to just happen, you know? Not to say that, like, everything, uh, in the Marvel Universe needs, like, crossover, I guess, mm. right? Um... But it's, I think, more of a... Like, certain things go with certain ways. Yeah, it would be probably... Interesting to see, yeah, Moon Knight maybe showing up and, like, battling a werewolf. That would be kind of neat. And maybe in his wheelhouse mm-hmm. compared to just, uh, yeah, there's just a werewolf on the Avengers now. <laughs> it's like, all right, well, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't really seem uh, <laughs> uh, very uh, interesting. You know, I mean, not to say that that would be cool, but just sort of like, yeah, you got all these characters, and it's just a werewolf here. It's like, all right, well, that's little. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, no, I I, I do th- overall liked Werewolf by Night, um, and it is kind of neat that uh, Marvel is willing to just do a bunch of willing to do like one offs, basically. Which is gonna be funny because of what we're gonna talk about next. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in a weird <laughs> way. Yeah, um, if I were to give Werewolf by Night a rating, right? Um, I would kind of give it like a 9 out of 10 for me. What about you? Mm. It's like, for a short, it's like, it's, it's, I wouldn't say it's perfect, but it's really good. It's, it's what I think a lot of people wanted from Marvel for the net, for the pet for this recent phase of stuff, something different and something that, you know, doesn't essentially tie into like the bigger scheme of it. Something that, you know, would fit for what they're trying to do. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I guess... This is one of the better ones. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know, I, I'm I'm hesitant to say a nine, mainly just because I think, on the whole, when I look at it, I th- it, 
I'm not saying that like its simplicity holds it back, mm-hmm. but there is a little bit of like, yeah, there's just some characters here that like look neat, but there's like not really much to them. Much to them, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I I would probably just um. I'll probably give it like an 8.5. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really liked it. Um, I do like how it is sort of an homage to all those old stuff. But at the same time, like, I, I, I sort of like look at it and sort of like, yeah, it's probably not for everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, probably like some of the cheesy acting might throw some people off. Mm-hmm. You know, especially from that old lady. <laughs> yeah. She, she's, she just, she oh, just she hams it up. She hamming that scene up. She, she's awesome, though. I mean, yeah, I like her a lot. It's just that, like, for some people, it's like, oh, this like, this is weird. You know? This lady's annoying. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I really liked it. I just think, as a whole, you know, I, it's a solid... The thing for me is because they harnessed into those old-school, like, Universal Monster movies, which I do enjoy, and I am, like, a bitch made for werewolf stuff. No, yeah, I, no, I understand that. You know, like, if you're into the, the, the horror angles and then... And, Sort of the harking back to that old school stuff, yeah. and then yeah, obviously you know this short mm-hmm. is definitely gonna be for you. Yeah, this isn't anything like I would say American Wolf by uh, American Wolf in London, where just like I think the I think the universe agreed peak of uh, werewolf movies, mm-hmm. but like this is like a good like you know, it's different. It's nice. Yeah, and yeah, I mean no, I totally agree with your rating. Um, and I think that's a good place to end the conversation for Wolf by Night. Go watch it; it's really good. It just it'll if you need like a, an hour of uh, to waste time. That's that's good for it. I'm not just saying it's a waste of time, but it's like something good to watch. Yeah, if you have the the time mm-hmm. to spare. You know, an hour or two. Yeah, go watch Wolf by Night. It's mm-hmm. pretty good. Yeah, and so we're heading to She Hulk. This is the final episode, the pen, the ultimate episode. <laughs> not the ultimate. Uh, well, because it's penultimate, ultimate, whatever. The final, um, episode, the final yeah. episode of the season? I think they're teasing more to come. I mean, yeah, it definitely seems like they they are slightly teasing a, se- yeah. a second season, but yeah, who knows. Well, not, well, this one has a lot of stuff going into that we're not going to really talk about, but um, I'll say this. The opening joke is they recreate the the introduction of the the old Incredible Hulk TV show. With yeah. Bill Bixby and uh, Lou Ferrigno. And it... God damn it. You, they got a smile out of me. Yeah, I won't lie. It was... It, it, it's kind of a funny little uh, mm-hmm. side thing. Because even... I think they What's even get... Was... Yeah, because I think they even get like an actual different actress to play She-Hulk. Yeah. Instead of just doing the CG. Which, yeah. you know, it, it's a neat little... Uh, yeah, I guess it's, a, it's an homage. It's probably like... I feel like if they, they don't do this, but if they ended it this way, where, you know, it's either Hulk or, or Jen, right? Mm-hmm. They're just like, well, it's time for me to go home. I'll I'll see you guys later. And she's just like walking off, trying to hitch a ride, and then it's the piano playing. The... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would have made it perfect. That would have tied it in all well together. No, I, I, get, I get that. You know, that would be a very funny sort of call back to that but yeah it is yeah i think this episode is probably the most meta when it comes to oh uh, no yeah if if you're wondering like what the hell was she hulk doing about this episode this was she hulk to a t like this is the most accurate she hulk has been like literally like i've talked to this before like there's literally a panel you can probably look it up online 
um, a couple panels where she just literally just messes around with like literally the panel work, like the line work and all that stuff. She's like literally like, but Jen, like this little a page where it's like, but Jen, how are we, Jen, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna get there? She's like, easy. I'll just open this door and it'll lead us through the next panel. Or like she's like trying to pull out the panel and someone's trying to stop her. Mm-hmm. She's like telling the writer, yo, what the, f- what is this about? That kind of stuff. Because mm-hmm. that's essentially what happens in this episode. Not to go too much into it, but essentially, um, She-Hulk herself, who breaks the fourth wall, yes. She's, she's thinking, you know, like, okay, what what's happening? This this makes no sense. Uh-huh, yeah. Which, it, it's essentially a recreation of that panel, where she's, like, yelling at the writer. Yeah, the moral, mm. yeah, it's a very, like I said, super meta. She not only talks to the audience, but she actually does... You know, get a little, you know, angry. Yeah. At these writers, like, hey, what's, where's this all leading to? What's, why is this all yeah. happening? Like, what, why is the reason here? Come why, on, guys. Why, why is everything wrapping up so weirdly? Like, why is it all these random, uh, freaking plot lines coming in and like doesn't? It's like we got too many cooks in the kitchen. What's going on here, guys? <laughs> Which is like, okay, um, you who has studied film. Know how a lot of things go into film and television. Did any of those jokes about the writers' room, uh, you know, producers and all stuff? Did that make any sense to you, or did like it touch home? Because I've seen people talk about like, oh, this, this, they nailed this part, kind of stuff. Um, looking back on it, yeah, probably. I mean, um, it is sort of. Uh, I I would say. When it came to the writing room segment, yeah, it, it is sort of a collaborative effort kind of thing. You got multiple people just thinking of ideas and stuff. And, you know, I think there was, like, a wall that just shows, like, all the uh, the episodes and, like, how they split them into, like, the three acts. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you had, like, note cards or whatever. It's, like, I think with, like, the top being, like, the main points. And then, mm-hmm. like, as you put further note cards to, like, further expand on details, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that, I, you know, look, yeah, like looking back at it, it, it does, there are probably like little hints and nods that are sort of like, yeah, that's kind of funny for, uh, um, for me and for someone who, you know, who, who's into that stuff or who probably has worked in that sort of environment, you know? Um, but as a, I, yeah, cause I think, yeah, that's a sort of high least how, like looking back at it, it's like, yeah, I think that makes sense. And you know, there mm-hmm. are like those little nods there. As far, as far as producing things, though, I don't really... I guess maybe the one joke with uh, a certain guy whose name starts with a K. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's a little funny to me, I guess. Well, the, the joke about it, right, is that... And I don't want to go that deep into, like, what the joke is, but, like, let's just say they're they've been listening to the criticisms... Now, whether or not they'll do anything with the criticisms is totally up to, you know. Totally up to, yeah, you know, the people in charge and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Because, yeah, this does sort of, like, it does sort of hint at, like, some of the... Because uh, some of the various critiques of the Marvel of uh, the MCU over these past couple of years. Now, granted, I'm not entirely sure. Because, again, uh, these shows have been written and, like, filmed, like, months before. Mm-hmm. Like, the current trend of, like... Uh, Critique of you know, critiquing of Marvel, like the CGI, mm-hmm. he, uh, you know, the, uh, 
overworked CGI artists and all that stuff and like mm. help some people feel you know in certain ways about the Marvel Universe and stuff like that and uh, I feel like you know this episode seems like it touches on that but like to be fair these episodes were written months in advance so it doesn't seem like it's a direct response that's why mm. I think when we, in the last episode when it came to those um, that online trolling stuff bit yeah like it seems like it's topical but it's more of like them just writing like oh yeah this might have this happens to people sometimes you know it seems more like a thing that happens in the show but then it turns out it starts to happen in real life kind of thing yeah vibe you know so i think this is this is less this is kind of in that similar wheelhouse mm-hmm. i feel of like yeah because like earlier before she starts breaking the fourth wall which i know we're focusing on a little ahead of time um she they do go into the whole like who are these like internet trolls who are ruining jen's life and there's a lot of stuff that like while well, seems a little like cheesy and corny you can totally see that happening in real life they kind of it's not that they were like ahead of it but like what's the word i'm looking for they were like using real world examples of it happening yes. to people because it has happened that stuff has happened to you know uh, actors or celebrities or whatever mm-hmm. that just sort of get uh, hit with the outrage mob online. So you know, to I guess to you know they wanted to do something similar with She-Hulk. Now, granted, you know the fact that there was there is a bit of a <laughs> outrage mob for She-Hulk is a little one of those like it feels like a Simpsons did it kind of vibe you know what I mean how so well I mean like cause sometimes people like to make a joke that the Simpsons predict the future and stuff oh uh, okay okay you know even though most of the times the people are stretching the truth very thin like I think um I'm trying to remember the most prominent example of that pass me water Uh, I'm trying to remember the most ex- uh, mm-hmm. strange example of that. I think it was uh, I think it was when they're like watching the Nobel Peace Prize thing, and they're trying. They had bingo cards of all the people who could win a Nobel Prize, and the fact that one of those guys won a Nobel Prize was like that's the Simpsons predicting the future. Except that guy won it like four years after that episode came out. Mm. So is that really predicting it, or is it just like, hey, it's the Simpsons looking at people who could potentially win a Nobel Prize, and you know, mm-hmm. and then like the one guy doesn't win it that year, but then he wins it like maybe a couple years later. Is that really predicting the future? No, that's just you, um, just uh, you know. It, it feels like cherry picking certain mm-hmm. things. I feel like like there's like there's like multiple examples of that. Like mm-hmm. there's probably. There's like probably tons of videos I think I've seen. Well, at least there's definitely a video out there that probably explains like, yeah, no, the Simpsons aren't predicting the future. It's just you and your biases is focusing on certain things. Mm. Actually, I think the best one I think off the top of my head right now is uh, Simpsons predicting a certain uh, world event that happened in the year 2001. <laughs> oh, no, yeah, that one like that one was just like... Uh, That's uh, just uh, an image of just <laughs> the numbers. Yeah. And... The fact that the episode just happens that you know go to New York, but then absolutely nothing happens. Yeah, that even remotely relates to that certain event. It's it's, it's just like when people compare it to, and we're going to some dumb conspiracy stuff, right? Yeah, um, like it's like oh nine eleven nine one one. 
the emergency number. I'm like, but that's not the emergency number in, in like every other place. I mean, right? like it's not. That's yeah. That's just the. That's one of those like low ball like coincidences. Yeah, it's just like. Yeah, that's just. Yeah, no coincidence happens, guys. You gotta remember that. Yeah, so in a similar vein, you know, She-Hulk, mm-hmm. the character, having to deal with online trolls that don't like her, mm-hmm. uh, somehow predicts certain minority voices of, you know, dissent, mm-hmm. you know, like people who don't like the show, mm-hmm. sort of like being in an uproar oh, in a similar vibe, which yeah. is like, again, it's just very weird. I don't think it was like intentional. No, it's no. one of those things like, hey, this happens sometimes to people nowadays. Well, let's just write it in. And it's like, oh, wait, it's happening to our show now. That's a little... That's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, think, I, think, I think what it is, right, it's that it, the, those kind of people have always been around. Like, you can go back to, like, say, you know, 2016 Ghostbusters, right? However you feel about that movie, yeah, that, that, that movie got a lot of necessary flack. And so they just looked at that and, like, let's put some of that in this because it'll be funny, right? Because it'd be funny, like... Yeah, it's funny looking back at it. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, wait, there's still people like that out there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, people were acting about that way for the show since the beginning, but it's also, like, it's not egregious. It's not bad. And also, you're trying to, like, equate it to something that's, like, not exactly true. Mm -hmm. So, like, people are like, oh, but Bruce went through all this different trauma. And I'm like, "This, this is a different iteration of the Hulk. He didn't go through any of that trauma. We're assuming he went through some trauma. Because of how it is in the books. Because as as much as I love the Hulk in comics, this Hulk in the films, well, I feel it's all right for whatever for the interpretation they're going for, isn't accurate to what the Hulk is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I never had a problem with that that first episode. That everyone was like kind of complaining about, right? Or like when people were complaining about um, the twerking scene. <laughs> Because, like, everyone was like, oh, my God, you know, Stan Lee's, like, rolling in his grave, some people would say. But it's also like, this is such a non-consequential scene. Yeah, it's it, literally an after credit scene. Meaning it matters nothing. Yeah, it's just there to just have fun. Yeah, and basically. that's all it is. It was there to have fun. And it, you can say it looked bad, yeah, sure, because CGI ain't that great. But, like, it was just two girls having fun, man. Yeah, it's just a it's just a weird friggin' I don't know, it's just a bizarre take people have. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of it is just cherry picking of like trying to find something to be angry about. Uh which I think is just you know, like not to get too deep into it at this point, but I don't know, it just seems like it's just a thing with like everything nowadays. These yeah. shows so it's like they people always wanna find something to complain about with a show. Yeah. And it's it's really annoying. I've always been prepared to it. I've talked to you about before. Like, I rather not focus on anything that makes me upset. If it's like, 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 I don't want to give it the energy. Yeah, like you got. There's too much time in the world to. Life is devo- short. Yeah, to devote your life to just hating like certain things, you know. Yeah, it's like, like move on. You yeah, know? I'm just like uh, if it's bad, I'm like, oh well, that was bad. I guess I'll just move on with my life. Yeah. Like I ha- do you know how many times I have to deal with stuff like that? I'm like, oh well, that's. Uh... You know how many freaking like bad stuff, like bad shows that go come and go that people just forget about eventually. Yeah. yeah, it's it's just the nature of the beast, man. You just gotta like roll with the punches. But uh, now to 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 go back to like the the, the She Hulk storyline, like you know, 
she goes to see Emil Blanc, um, and then we find out who was in charge of Silencia, and it's like, oh, this asshole. Oh, this guy who's always been kind of a weird character in the background of stuff. Yeah, no, that makes, actually, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and even, like, that's that's kind of the beginning of where, like, really? We're, where, you know, Jen's like, really, we're, we're kind of doing this? Um, like, this seems kind of dumb. This is all kinds of, no, this, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, which, again, leads to the fourth wall break, and I think it's a great fourth wall break. It doesn't. It's doesn't really subvert your expectations or whatever, which I kind of like hate saying that now. Because like, do you want your? You do you like? Because it feels it very feel it feels very attached to like certain uh, shows that like seem like they do a lot of subverting the expectations, mm-hmm. only just because they want to and not for any good reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, no, it's just more like Jen would, you know, if she can fourth wall break this to this level, she would have a problem with the way it ends, right? Yeah. And so, like, she makes it like, no, let's just focus on this. Let's not make it like a big dang spectacle. This is not meant to be a big dang spectacle. Let's just keep it grounded. And they're like, you know what? Good on you. And so the the episode ends uh, in a nice way, I mm-hmm. might add. Um, introduction of a character I didn't think they were going to introduce. Yeah, um, Bruce comes back, um, and they introduce a certain, a, a certain character he brings back with him, which, yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's very much like, yeah, this character's here now, let's move on. Like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you this right now, the way the, the MCU has just treated this character is the same way the, the comics treat him. Oh yeah, you're a thing. Well, into the background you go. Yeah. Alright, that's it, just... It's that, it's that, it's that, the Simpsons scene where, like, yeah. Bob throws uh, Barney out the, yeah, out there, and then, come new, back in, yeah, comes back in, because that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, no, um, that's, like, a good place to end, uh, that episode. Um, everything looks like it's, uh, coming, um, everything gets wrapped up together. I think the, 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 the end quote of She-Hulk is, is the best. Um, especially now, considering, like, a lot of certain stuff that's been going on recently. Well, that this is me connecting it to real world, but you know that's 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 here and there, you know. Um, he Shulk says that I will, that, you know, she's gonna do her job uh, defending people who need it, both as a lawyer and as a superhero. Yeah, I mean, it is a nice sort of like end end point for She Hulk. Mm-hmm. You know, like she, you know, like yeah, I'm gonna do the superhero thing because I think like what I should do but yeah I'm also gonna you know take people to court you know mm-hmm. I got I got my my two lanes here um I will say uh as a whole I I do like She-Hulk yeah I think it's one of the better it's not the greatest now I'm not saying it's like peak television or whatever but I think this is one of their better shows I think yeah I think it's been a solid show uh obviously I think it, it has I think issues mainly in the visuals department um, mm-hmm. which yeah. so, some of the story aspects aren't strong here and there, but as an overall, like, you know, idea of what She-Hulk is, I think this is a good one. And like, I think most of it just comes from like, you know, not terrible writing, but terrible execution. I guess I can, uh, yeah, I can see that, mm-hmm. you know, like probably had certain ideas that they, that they sort of liked. But, um, it just wasn't, like, that well. Mm-hmm. 
uh, executed within the storyline. I mean, and you see it yourself. Like a bunch of writers are in the room. Sometimes they'll come up with something. It sounds like a good idea, but landing it's really hard. Because mm-hmm. mm. you have a clashing of ideas there. And I think you know, and there's like a lot of compromising as well. And sometimes you know, that doesn't always. I mean, yeah, it can lead to some either some good things or some bad things, mm-hmm. or just things that don't turn out as well. And I do think uh, the ending itself with She Hulk doing all this fourth wall breaking, um, I feel like it's might it's probably going to be like a make it or break it for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Sort of like he. Either for some people it's like, okay, uh, so we acknowledge that there were mistakes made or whatever. Or like, some of these storylines weren't exactly going the way we wanted to and we're just going to wrap it all up anyway. Or, mm-hmm. or... Yeah, like, like the, the just the way like, um, even even She-Hulk herself is like, yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Like, you, you can kind of say like itself, it's kind of like, it's, it's sort of, not smart writing, but like clever. Where like, she herself acknowledges like something, like... Hasn't been making any sense mm-hmm. because that's the whole point. Yeah, and like some people might be like, "Oh, that's just being you know you're being an excuse. You gave me an excuse." But like, nah, man. If it's intentional, it's intentional. You know, if it wasn't, it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Like I might be getting an excuse, but I'm also gonna be right. But I don't know. If I'm making any sense, I'm not. But yeah, no. This uh, I do think She Hulk is one of the better ones. Um, I would if I were to give the whole show a, a rating, it'd probably be an eight out of ten. I think it's a really um, one of their more better shows. I think it's a show that is intentionally made to be a show, and not like a four-hour-long movie. No, I get that. Yeah, it, it definitely has all those right pacings. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, I think you know, obviously, I think it's sort of in the middle of the road for me, honestly. Mm-hmm. Again, like I, I liked it well enough. Mm-hmm. Um, there probably are other shows that I like a bit better, um, but what, what but what I would say this is that uh, I think Jen says it best in this in the final episode. We're like, this is a like a comedic lawyer show. Let's let's keep it that way, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that sort of speaks true to the show itself. Like it, it definitely didn't seem like it was going to be, ex- you know. Again, like a lot. I think with most of these Marvel uh, mm-hmm. Disney Plus shows. They weren't there to like expand or like add like the big piece of like oh you know this is where it's all gonna lead to kind of moments. Um, we certainly had shows for that like Loki, um, WandaVision, uh, you know Captain America, you know <laughs> fucking the Winter Soldier, uh, you know like a lot of those shows uh, had like the little tidbits um, that. We're setting up essentially the future MCU stuff that was going to happen and whatever, but then you get other shows like um, Moon Knight, which you know it's in its own thing. She Hulk, yeah, it expands the universe, but in a very it's, small scale. It's you know? it's what She Hulk should be. Mm-hmm. It's like now, granted, you can also have her be like these big Avenger like level stuff, but like also she is made for this kind of stuff too mostly for this it's like spider-man can be as high with the avenger and as as low as with daredevil yeah she is just one of those characters that can move in between a lot of those mm-hmm. 
story beats because obviously yeah she's a hulk you know she has that strength she can do that stuff mm-hmm. but she's also a lawyer and she you know can be put down into that sort of mm-hmm. street level and like handling these various shenanigans of like superhero lawyering mm-hmm. and stuff like that i think and i think that's what like, that's the thing about it right like both uh, um both like yes they can do both and you know that in the show, often the best part was like the comedic lawyer bits, like I'm, I'm like, <laughs> the episode where like, um, I forget his name, Pug had to defend the uh, the other guy. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. like, how the hell did you deal with this guy? Jesus, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, and how that all ties in, and then like the other part with like Wong and, was it Madison? Yeah, with the you know. And then, like, the other, like, those are, like, some of the best stuff. Even, like, the the uh, the episode where she had to, like, meet up with these guys. Because, uh, well, with Blonsky and talks to the all these dudes. And, like, you know, just kind of, like, this nice scene of her, like, being honest with herself. I, those are, I think, one of the best things about the show. And I think, and I'm so glad that they kept it that way, for the most part. And not have, well, oftentimes they have the big fight, they have fight scenes, right? Yeah, the Daredevil one was it was an example of that, but like, it never got too big or too crazy. Yeah, no, I, 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 I get, mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. It, it's uh, overall, you know, I think she all was a, a fine show. Um, mm-hmm. I think it did all the things it wanted to do right. I mean, it has it, it had its issues, um, but overall, I you know I find it enjoyable. You know, I I, I liked how it all sort of together at the end mm-hmm. you know so i mean that's sort of my take on it yeah no i i do enjoy with, with how how it turned out um and hopefully there is a season two with her just just as doing as much as the crazy stuff that she did in this episode uh or you know not too much because that's probably a lot for the vfx department yeah there were a lot of jokes about that with the, G, the vfx mm-hmm. so but yeah you know overall yeah, or you know you can you can also you know spend time making more World by Night level stuff. And yeah, you know Marvel has the capacity to do all those things if it wants. Mm-hmm. But anyways, that's the end of the episode. If you guys enjoyed, be sure to follow us on all social media: Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, we're most active on Instagram. We find a link tree to all the boss podcast sites we're officially part of, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora. We're all the like, where those where we're most ex- that you know you can find us audio wise. If you want to find us uh, in more of the visual sense, we have a YouTube where you can uh, like, comment, subscribe on there, and you'll also find us. Well, that's actually it. <laughs> you know, all the podcast sites, YouTube. Be sure to support us on Patreon. It's really just there for your any form of support. And yeah, guys, if you need anything else, you know, we'll talk about any of the show and let us know. It's been me, your boy, Eli. It's me, Joe. Yeah, guys, have a good one. Peace.